welcome back to episode one of the Need to Know Basis podcast for everything that you need to know. You're joined today by your co-hosts, Dania and Tanya, and our very, very special guest, the director of McKeg Institute, Dr. Steve Boyd. Oh, thank you. <laughs> welcome back to the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> first official yeah. episode. Well, we had a pilot episode, so it was episode zero. So. Here we are at episode one. Yeah. yeah thank you. No, thank you for being here. Um, Dania and I really, you know, talked a lot about um, who do we, you know, invite as our first guest, you know. We want to set the tone for our season, but I think you're, other than your very heavy and big title, your experience, your journey here, and everything that you've been through as a researcher, I think um, sets, I think it's the most appropriate person to go to for our first guest. So hmm. um, thank you for okay. being here. Not a lot of pressure at all. The pressure is yeah. on. <laughs> but uh, what we'll maybe start off with is um, one of the most common feedback that we got from our first episode, or episode zero yeah. was that you know we have listeners outside of McCaig so we know most of our listeners are McCaig they're familiar with it but we have some people that might not be familiar with it even you know stuff like PIs you know what is that so maybe we'll start with that can you tell us a little bit about what McCaig is the McCaig Institute, Institute. Yes. Yeah. yes so the first thing that anybody who wants to come visit the McCaig Institute does is they go to Foothills Medical Center mm -hmm. and they take the elevator into and they go into the McCaig Tower right. and they start wandering around wondering where the McCaig Institute <laughs> yes. is the most logical thing you would <laughs> ever do because yeah. the sign is on the street from 16th Avenue yeah. so yeah <laughs> so the McCaig Institute is one of the seven institutes at the at the Cummings School of Medicine right um, the McKeg Institute's full name is McKeg Institute for Bone and Joint Health, yes. which gives us a good clue. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and so we are an institute of about, well, 250 people in total. Mm -hmm. And we include all the um, trainees, right. the staff, yeah. and then the faculty. Yeah. And the, the faculty is a whole mix of people from... Mm -hmm basic scientists to yes. clinicians and to people who do both. They are major areas are in orthopedics yes. and rheumatology, mm -hmm. um, dealing with diseases like osteoporosis, yep. osteoarthritis, but not just diseases, but, you know, yeah. Health and well-being of people yes. for bone and joint health. For sure, I think I think that was a pretty great answer. Did so I get a that, point? Yeah, I know. I got the right Brownie answer. Points. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel like the McKaig Institute is also like. I feel like it's pretty close knit. You know, you said there's what 200 over people just with staff, but I feel like everybody knows each other. Um, the relationship that everybody has, it's very welcoming. And so, can you maybe speak a little bit about that? Where is that? Where does that come from? You know, was that was it like this before you came on, or are you the reason behind it? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I don't know. The McKeg Institute is, like I said, one of the seven institutes. Is probably one of the smallest. I'm not mm -hmm. sure if we officially are the smallest, but we're pretty close. Right. I always think we're small but mighty. Mm. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, I think there is a pretty good uh, uh, environment for everybody that we've been trying for years yeah. and trying to continue that yeah. uh, tradition on here. Yeah. We, we try our best and mm -hmm. we've yeah. got people beyond the University of Calgary. We've got members that are at the University of Alberta. I think mm -hmm. we've got members at University of British Columbia. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Awesome. Worldwide. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think we sort of covered two provinces there, but that's pretty yeah, close. Yeah, to the yeah, the yeah. core is here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but no, we're kicking <laughs> we're each other's feet under the table. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, 
So, but uh, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised to hear that we have 250 members because I feel like I know everybody, yeah, but, but it turns out I don't. You obviously didn't go to a small high school. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. My high school, I, we, we felt we knew everybody and it was about that many people. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we're definitely a family here. I think it's such a comfort of yeah. a place, like coming here and recognizing okay. them. Yeah. And going around and not even knowing somebody, but talking to them like you've known them your whole life. Everybody's almost on the same playing field, even though like, you know, we're just starting out. We are trainees, but I feel like we're often treated like family. And that's, yeah. we don't really experience that a lot, especially in academics. There's such clear distinctions and like, oh, I have more experience than you. You know, um, I am further in my career, but I feel like here it's, it's nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope that. People yeah. feel that yeah, way. No, no, yeah, we yeah. do, the, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The PIs have done a good job at making us trainees feel yeah. um, kind of like they're friends. Hopefully that's two-sided and yeah. not just coming from me. <laughs> yeah. um, Nobody else feels yeah. this way. <laughs> but on that note, you are a PI. You have many, many students in your lab. I feel like every other person I meet, I'm like, what lab are you in? They're yeah. like, Dr. Boyd, how yeah. big is your lab? Yeah. That is the question. Um, but more importantly, that's not the question. <laughs> and it's not that big. No. Um, <laughs> We know that you are someone that's clearly successful in this big corner office. But after a little bit of snooping on the internet, yeah, we, did a we bit found some things. <laughs> <laughs> Your digital footprint is real. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually found out that you were going to drop out of university. In your second year. So you did not find that on the internet. <laughs> we did! You were... So well, technically, it was on the internet. And Avenue actually, Calgary. And let me correct. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But, but uh, it's not quite correct. I wasn't going to drop out of university. Oh. I was going to miss. In wow. Dang now, it. see, this is, this is why yeah, you this. this is fake news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did consider for a while switching out of engineering and into poli-sci. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So dropping out of a certain program. Yes. yes. It didn't, Same, it didn't, it didn't yeah. last for more than four months, I think, okay. before I came back into engineering, realizing yeah. That as much as I loved political science, mm -hmm. I wasn't very good at it. Yeah. So the further, I always laugh because the further I tried to get away from engineering, the more I ended yeah. up falling yeah. into yeah. it. Yeah. So here I am now in the faculty of medicine. So that's a little bit of a step away, but yeah. who knows what's next? I yeah. don't know. No, that's and I'm not foreshadowing something. By saying <laughs> Everybody watch out. His staff yeah. start yeah. looking. Yeah. 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 We, we don't know where you're going. going. That's fair. Yeah. We, we all have stuff that we're not good at, but yeah. when we saw that, we are like, just Stephen Wait, I, he's not good at something? No, that doesn't sound right. That So we want to hear oh, about that. Oh, believe me, there's yeah. lots of things I'm not good at. Yeah. <laughs> so in a way, it's kind of good to have gone through that because it makes you more uh, satisfied with the decision you absolutely. made in the end, right? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, absolutely. So it's good to play around a little and figure out, mm, Yeah. now I know the difference between a hobby and a career. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, yeah. I enjoy poli-sci, but it's not my career. I enjoy yeah. skiing, but it's not my career. Yeah. So, yeah. Might as well be at this point. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. We know that yeah. you do some yeah. pretty heavy skiing. Yeah. yeah, I do like skiing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess we touched on your journey here and how like you kind of switched over things. And that's, I think, re reassuring for us to hear because as trainees, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on you know, these years really matter, what you're, this project that you're interested in, this project you're investing in, you know, that will be what, you know, dictates your future. And so it's reassuring to hear that you can still switch. I know we're not in undergrad, we're doing our graduate degree now, but you know, there's still room for mistakes, you know, we still should be questioning ourselves. Mm -hmm. But going through all of that, now being here, now, you know, you have your own lab with students. Do you feel like you're at a better position to kind of guide those or navigate those situations when you see your students go through that, you know, uncertainty. Well, I, I always figured that 
as long as you enjoy what you're doing if you don't like what you're doing you should switch yeah mm -hmm. but if you enjoy what you're doing and that doesn't mean every day is perfect it right. means most days are perfect and the benefit you know on the uh, yeah. on the majority of the time yeah then you're probably in the right thing and even if you know you're particular project isn't what really gets you excited mm -hmm. that's not really the point either right it's right. it's more about the the process of going through it and yeah. something will fall into place mm -hmm. i don't know i think i always laughed because in when i was teaching I, I don't teach as many undergrad classes now as i used to when i was in based in engineering right but uh you know third year engineers a whole class of undergraduates so you guys all know you know what you're gonna do when you graduate when you quote unquote, grow up right. and, and half the class has no idea. And I said, well, you're kind of the normal ones. Yeah. The ones who know exactly what you're doing. You're kind of lucky, yeah. but I'm not sure if I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. You're lying <laughs> so, to yourself yeah. and everyone else. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Try lots of things. Yeah. Hopefully something falls in your lap that works out. So. I feel like being flexible, I think probably sets you up for success. Cause even if something changes, if that's your, you know, career or even just like something like your project, yeah. you're, more equipped to actually deal with yeah, that. Yeah, don't sweat the details. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. Easier, easier said than done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is what we're trying to strive for. Yeah. 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 Even just learning to be someone that can adjust to different situations, I think, just sets you up. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, something didn't go right. I was planning on finishing by mm -hmm. the age of whatever, and it didn't. It's okay. Life goes on. Yeah. yeah. Um, You'll survive. Totally. Do you feel like your students, well, do your students come to you for life guidance, like beyond? Being a supervisor in science. And oh, it totally depends on the student. Yeah, it's tricky. So, and how do you feel some, about that? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I don't mind. Yeah. I guess, but... How do you find the time? <laughs> it's just like, you know, while you, you have so many hats on. I just so don't like... do lots of other things. Oh, okay. like, you yeah. know, I feel like yeah. you do a lot of other things. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, you don't just break bones by yeah. sitting in your office. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do break bones in my yeah. own bones. Usually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've had my fair share. Yeah. So. So we've heard. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There I've, I've got a joke now that I've studied hip fractures and I've broken my hip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've studied knee injuries and I've torn my ACL. Maybe you're so, just experimenting on yourself. So yeah. I've made a pact yeah. with myself. I will never study the spine. Oh, yes. Oh. Although I'm getting kind of interested in that, you know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. I, yeah, Foreshadowing. I'm not, I try not to study concussions <laughs> yeah. and, no. and cardiovascular events yeah. and things no, like let's, that. Let's stay so. away from all I of that. I think you're manifesting all of it. Yeah. You're like, yeah. okay, what to study next? Yeah. I'm 23 and I'm doing hip and knee arthroplasty, mm -hmm. a project on hip and knee replacements. And all the time I'm like, okay, my knee has osteoarthritis. I should yeah. get it checked. Okay, now my hip has it. Okay, yeah. now I have a blood clot. Like, yeah. I just feel like I'm, no, I'm <laughs> sick. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, unfortunately too aware. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what happens when you're yeah. studying something? How mm -hmm. much is too much to know? Yeah. yeah. Always well, don't that. don't actually get the arthroplasty if you can help it. Yeah. <laughs> wait wait oh, a yeah? few decades yeah. if you can. I'll try. Maybe, yeah. maybe one or two. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so maybe let's switch gears. So you talked about all the hats that you wear. Um, we also know that you have a family, you have a wife, you have two kids. How do you balance your time between all the academics and all the amazing thing you, things as you do as the director, but also spending enough time with family, prioritizing that? How do you, what is the perfect balance? Oh gosh, I don't know. But uh, I don't know. I've always felt it's important to have that mm -hmm. balance because I think if, it, if I didn't have it, then I'd lose perspective of the work side of things too. Mm -hmm. So um i also i i like to be a bit more black and white yeah and i sort of say to my students too um when you're you know work hard play hard yeah so when it's time to work work hard but when it's time to play shut off work for a while yeah. and do that i think it makes it 
work better for both ends of the for spectrum sure. of life. Yeah, so, I think so. So, so there will be times where it's uncomfortably a deadline is a looming yeah. and you've just got to get it done right. or something yeah. like that. And yeah. it's just sort of how it is. Yeah. So hopefully, think, hopefully you find the balance. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. find the balance. <laughs> so easy. Yeah. easy. Just chill, yeah. bro. Yeah, um, I think as like, um, for us, especially, you know, we're women, women of color and finding that I, I think for us that play hard is also very important. I think both of us feel that it's important to, you know, work hard, but also have other aspects in your life, something that brings you joy and comfort. Um, but I think for women in general, it's, it's hard if you want a family that often means that you need to give up your career. Um, and I know, like, I'm not asking, like, you know, as a woman, Dr. Boyd, obviously you are not. Um, but I know how some do you, women, yeah, yeah, maybe speak a little bit about that. Do you see that? I mean, there's no that? doubt that that's tough, yeah. right? How to balance that. Yeah. I mean, I guess usually that becomes more of an issue when it comes to starting a family mm -hmm. and things like that, especially yeah. in, in a two career family. Exactly. Trying to find that balance. Yeah. Um, hopefully you're lucky enough to find somebody who you can work through that balance with. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's always going to be perfect, mm -hmm. but uh, I don't know. I, from my experience, I've seen, um, you know, even within my own family, my wife's uh, career slow mm -hmm. down for right. a while. Yeah in the end yeah. it's taken off so mm -hmm. i i think it's the long you have to think longer term and mm -hmm. things will work out i hope mm -hmm. and, and you're right it is easier especially as a, a man yeah because yeah. the child care usually falls on the on the woman right mm -hmm. even if you try not to it's mm -hmm. often it just, does yeah uh, which is unfortunate it is uh, you can also look at the bright side that it is <laughs> it's a Probably one of the biggest problems sometimes is that uh, even the childcare side, and it doesn't always, you know, yeah. men, men have to take a role in that too, yeah. but it just has to be valued. Mm -hmm, right. So yeah. by everybody. I think it needs to be respected, right? It, it, it can't just fall on someone without it mm. being consensual, right? And I feel like a lot of times, even in our cultures, I feel like it is looked down upon if the man in the relationship, I'm assuming it's a heterosexual relationship, you know, they take care of. Not allowed to assume anything, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, but yeah. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not so great. But I know lots of stay-at-home dads. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's becoming it's been tough for them too. Where? Yeah. Where, yeah. where yeah. can we find them? Yeah. Um, where but... do we find the guys who want to be no, stay-at-home dads? Careful what you wish for. Yeah. Careful that's what you true. wish for. That is yeah. true. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I feel like I, I think we have definitely made a lot of progress in terms of as a society. You know, I think both genders are taking responsibility and i think it's being recognized that hey i think for decades now women have been like you know the caregiver and like it's time to move away from that because you know women do have other skills and uh um sometimes maybe it's not so apparent but uh we do yeah. and so I, I think it's i think just important to acknowledge that you know it is the rubber hits the road when there's a baby in the house. Yeah. The baby yeah. doesn't really care about yeah, all the, all yeah. the, yeah. the nuances. Of, <laughs> exactly. Uh, not that yeah. these are nuances, but yeah. Uh, yeah. No. in the end, somebody has to look after the child. Yeah. Um, so I guess on that same note, Tanya and I are, in, are at a place in our careers where we are deciding what to do next and planning things out, trying our best to. Who knows if they'll go that way. But a part of that planning is thinking about our families and how mm. we want to eventually have kids and where we want to go from there and how we're going to balance mm -hmm. our careers. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the people that I know, a lot of the women I know have had to compromise in either the family aspect or the career aspect. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. if they have those goals. Right. Yeah. Did you ever have to think about that like us <laughs> where you were like, maybe I shouldn't go after this dream for my family? Oh, to be honest, I mean, it's not, maybe not as hard for me, right? I don't know. Um, but uh, it's always a compromise. All those things are compromises. Mm -hmm. And quite often, you know, it's not a, it's not black and white. Mm -hmm. It's some level of gray, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe the career slows down for a few years, especially the first couple of years. Mm -hmm. right. But then does it end? It doesn't mm -hmm. have to end. It right. just maybe has to take a shift in, in focus for a, a while. Dip. Yeah. yeah, dip or whatever. Yeah. And then and then it can take off. Mm -hmm. And when it takes off, then you, you know, somehow you've managed to do it all. Right. Yeah. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> yeah, how, how can we as long skip? as you can survive that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How can we skip to that part? Yeah. Where we look back and it's like, oh, this was awesome. Yeah, yeah the exactly. The baby's breathing. Yeah. The baby's okay. We're okay. Oh, my yeah. career is okay. My family's okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. yeah. None of these things are easy solutions, right? Yeah. So, um, and everybody makes but their I, own choices. I think choices. it's nice that there is a solution that, you know, just because you need to choose something for the time being, it's not a permanent choice. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, yeah, that's nice to hear. Yeah. And what's, I think what's hard for somebody in their twenties to get perspective. And I still feel like I'm practically 20. Yeah. You are. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah. 20 plus 30, but you know, um, is, uh, I think it's sometimes it's hard to get perspective looking forward. Mm -hmm. It's hard to imagine what 30 years in front yeah, of you looks like. Exactly. Because it, it a lot can happen in 30 years. Yeah. I feel so. like even in the span of like the last two years that we've done our graduate degree, oh, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, I did not think all of this would happen. Yeah. So I can't even imagine. Yeah. Your perspective changes. A hundred percent. So. We're talking about being women. We're yeah. minorities. It's yeah. my, not really my not expertise. You. Yeah. No, it's not. But we've seen your lab. Yeah. Uh -huh. And your lab. How many students do you have? Students? Uh, I think, well, graduate students, six. Do you think um, with your lab, um, it's quite representative of like where you want it to be, like culturally, ethnically, like in, in terms of diversity? Um, what are you maybe doing to kind of maintain that? Because I know, like, ways, you know, you are the director of McKay, you are setting some really strong, um, I think, ex well, like expectations as well. You know, I think people look up to you. So what, what are some things that you do? Well, in my lab, um, I'm not so sure how ethnically diverse we are, but we're mm -hmm. definitely heavy in the woman mm -hmm. category. Or is that important, being ethnically diverse? Um, well... I think it's important, but I'm not going to make it my primary goal. Right. I'm going to make it something totally acceptable yeah. to be and happy to mm -hmm. support. But, you know, that is a challenge in the Institute that's been recognized. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why, you know, for example, working with the core program mm -hmm. to encourage uh, students who might not otherwise even consider being a researcher in right. the Institute yeah. to participate student. not everybody can be a summer student because you probably know summer students don't get paid very well yeah um in fact i mentioned to my my daughter who's a first year uh engineering student mm -hmm. who wants to work in a lab next summer and oh my i gosh. said How i exciting. said yeah you know you might get if you're lucky you'll get paid seventy five hundred dollars for the summer yeah and then we did the quick math and it worked out to something like 10 or 11 dollars an hour yeah. and she said that's below minimum wage yeah. welcome to research yeah welcome, welcome to, to welcome to research yeah but you know that is a problem because some people you know we're lucky we can afford to support her as she goes mm -hmm. through school not everybody can yeah. support their kids and so you can't afford yes. to not make enough money in the summer so you can't afford that experience yeah 
Um, and so that that's a challenge, not just in the McKay Institute, but throughout academics, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Same thing as being a graduate student, right. right? I understand the challenge of not being paid to go to school or uh, graduate studies, mm -hmm. but it's also, it's a, it's an exchange. You're getting a, hopefully a useful degree, a graduate degree, master's or PhD. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're going off to medical school or doing mm -hmm. something else. Maybe it's a stepping stone to get there. So I don't know. On the other hand, if you are 20 something married and have a, have a child, you can't afford to be a graduate student that gets paid that much. Yeah. So it's a, it's a tough balance. It's tricky, yeah. right? I think society is acknowledging that graduate students are often, you know, people in their twenties, sometimes starting families. And yeah. We simply just can't afford to just not pay. Them. Well, and if we're going to be a country of technology right. and latest and greatest yeah. and new ideas and novelty we have to have graduate students you yeah. guys are the most important ones here <laughs> uh, i think that really just shows the privilege that comes with being able to be educated and being yeah. in these kind of environments for sure and i'd like that you touched on the summer student part because yeah. you're right some people just can't afford to be students in summer and yeah. then they don't become the ones that are knocking on your door to be master students yeah. and then it's just a cycle it's a vicious cycle and it sucks mm -hmm. yeah um but I, I liked where your question came from tanya like where is the representation in your lab and do you feel like it's um, good and i know i know it's not perfect but but this is all conversation i mean it's still happening today but it was happening when i was uh, an undergrad <laughs> but uh you know and that's been shifting a little mm -hmm. it's got a ways to go still but it shifted I would say in some fields, a lot. Mm -hmm. Biomedical engineering is actually one of the fields where there are a lot of women. Yeah. Um, well, I think we've covered everything we wanted today, and we have hit 42 minutes. Amazing. Yes, <laughs> um, snoring away. <laughs> we might as well just go longer and yeah. hit the 50-minute mark. Yeah. We want to do rapid fire with you. Uh -oh. So for the audience, this honestly, will be yeah. quick questions you have to answer honestly and just the first thing that comes to mind. Exactly. Yeah. But we don't um, want you to true. think about it. Hey. No, we don't want you to think about it. We want you to just like whatever comes yeah. to mind. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> as ready as I will be, yeah. Okay, so um what book are you currently reading? Oh, what is it even called? So this is a problem with rapid fire. <laughs> You've already failed. Yes. <laughs> okay, it's okay. First question we'll give you. So that's me, how you me... know you're not actually uh, reading it. No. Yeah, actually it's been taking a long time. The Fortress. Anyways. Fortress. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we got it. It's okay. not it's not called the Fortress. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Something with the fortress. Yes. The the word fortress is in it. Yes. That narrows it down to what? A couple yeah. thousand? Yeah. yeah, a couple thousand books. Great. Words that you live by. Work hard, play hard. Yeah, that was a pretty good one, actually. Okay, we need another one because you've already said that one. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the top one? I don't know. Try hard. Try. Try hard. Okay. Try okay. hard. Just try hard. Yeah. Um, maybe a piece of advice that you'd give to your younger self. Um. Try hard. Yeah, try hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would you tell? Don't sweat the small stuff, I guess. Yeah. And if you, as long as you keep, as like I said before, if if you're if you're ha happy what you're doing, mm -hmm. things will work out. Yeah. Don't go after the money. Go mm. after the. Don't go the, after the money. Yeah. Kit. If you're making Wise if you're, words. If you're making decisions about how much money you can make, you right. you've got a problem. So what is your favorite part about working with students? Uh, students are always young. Um, you're always surrounded by the latest generation. Yeah. So you're more in touch. That's yeah. All right. I like that actually. I like it. Yeah. If you could have. You actually like that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> cut the rest of the podcast. <laughs> cut it all. This is the only thing we need. Yeah. Um, the most important thing that you've learned in your career being everything that you are. First of all, <laughs> everything that I are makes my eyes roll. <laughs> yeah. Do you wonder if 
McKay, come on. I think that deserves some. Yeah, credit. just just one step down from yeah. president of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. POTUS number two. Yeah. <laughs> How important it is in your career to be able to change. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to do it for 40 years or however long you, you mm-hmm. work professionally mm-hmm. for. And yeah. if you have to do the same thing every day, that's a long time. Yeah. Last question. What is your favorite podcast? This is, oh, this is what is this one called? Again? Need to know. There we go. Need to know. Spelt babe. strangely. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Say it again one more time for the audience. What's your favorite podcast? Can need to know. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. What's this? Is kind of discriminatory to all the other joints. Yeah. Like you're hips. Right. You're right. Hip oh, hip. Hips yeah. to know sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> hip to know that. Hip to know this. Yeah. Well, we had other names. It could have been good. We, we could have. <laughs> Wow. So now we get negative wow. points. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. You've been such a, a champ and a sport to, you know, um, deal with all our questions. I know some of them were difficult, but uh, thank you. And thanks for showing us the real you. Yeah. <laughs> and not the director of McKeg, yeah. but the real Stephen Boy. Yeah. Uh, no, what did you say I am? POTUS? <laughs> POTUS number yeah. two. Yeah, POTUS number two. <laughs> thank you on. very much. No, it's been very nice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So, and thank you to our viewers. Yeah. Tune in thanks. next time. All right. Our viewers, uh, listeners, I presume. Look, this is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't critique. Yeah. Feedback is after. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. All right, thanks, everybody. Thank you, bye.